0: Yo, yo, yo! What is up? What is up? It is me. It's me. It's Key, and we're back. We're in the building with another uh, episode of the Lines and the Sands. Of course, I'm your of The most is this Key, and we got down at the bottom. We got my guy, Guardy Three. Brett, what's going on, man? Hey, not much. How y'all doing today? And I got my guy. This well, this way. We got Charles. What's going on, Charles?
1: Hey, not too much. Not too much. Kind of uh, kind of reeling in after a. Uh, an exciting WrestleMania, and a disappointing Raw.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to try to keep it PG as possible, but uh, that that crap is ridiculous. But let's get down to the bottom. Uh, uh, let's just get right into it. Vince McMahon, he's back full-time creatively now since WWE has sold uh, the company to Endeavor, which is partnered with UFC. Now, how did y'all feel about that merch? Right.
2: I I didn't mind the I didn't mind the merger itself. It's when I learned that you know Vince was back in charge is when I absolutely hated it. I just never liked when uh, Vince is in charge. I think the thing that frustrates me the most is the fact that he'll just change things in the middle of the show, or like minutes before, and then it just looks all confusing. Like with the whole Seth Rollins thing, like when he he's out in the ring and then they cut a segment during the commercial break or whatever. So he comes back, and then he just like listens to everybody sing, and then just leaves. Like that's like the thing that it almost embodies what I hate the most about Vince in charge. It's just everything is always changing at the last minute, and normally it's just not for the better.
1: See the thing with the the UFC, I I like the merge. I like I like the merger. I like the UFC and WWE getting together. I mean, it's going to be a it's a global monopoly for both ultimate fighting and wrestling i think there's a lot of good that can be done with it there's a lot of resources there that can be done um but yeah with uh, with vince saying yes and no to creative he's going to be on the upper level but he's not going to be in the middle like cre- like doing actually coming up with ideas but the same thing is all the ideas have to go through him anyway so it's just it's like you know that's just bad news it's bringing down the moral, the, the morale in the locker room. Uh, nobody's really talking about the UFC WWE merger as a big problem. They see Vince as the big problem. I mean, I believe, I think there's already two wrestlers in NXT that want out because of uh, what's been going on. So, uh, I'm I'm cool with the merger. I kind of like it. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, but Vince is going to go. And I think the only reason why he allowed that to happen is because UFC is okay with Vince staying there.
0: there. Cool with your thoughts of UFC? Uh, you know, endeavor behind WWE. Um,
3: from a business standpoint, it makes sense. My issue with it is simply, you know, what's happening um, with a certain person uh now having more power and more say again and screwing up the show and making everything trash again so that's my biggest thing but the actual merger makes sense on uh, purchases and making you know a larger conglomerate where they can get more money uh where if you want to turn around and sell it again in the future you can get a lot more out of it um as a on the business side kudos events for being able to manipulate his way back in back to the top and you know sell it get a lot of money then turn around and still get paid from it so kudos to him from that but the disappointing part is now he's back screwing up creative and that's kind of pushed me away from WWE before and after what I saw Raw last night yeah I mean we do a show so I'll be you know paying attention but um the belt behind me you see that show that's where I'll be uh focusing a lot more time now because yeah I'm not going through this again
0: but before we get into how bad Raw was, man, I mean, you excited. Because, you know, the Raw at the WrestleMania is usually the best Raw ever. You know, it's the start of the new season. We thought we were going to get some call-ups, some surprises. I mean, maybe that first hour was okay. I mean, we got to see Roman Reigns, and then, you know, I didn't think he going to be on Monday night. But then Cody comes out. We we all know he wanted to rematch. But then a tag team match, and then here comes Brock. I'm like, hold up. What are you doing here, sir? This was – WrestleMania was supposed to be your last match. What, what is what is going on? Your Same thoughts on Brock? Same thing on Roman. You're right. So yeah. when you seen Brock come out, did you think, oh, oh no – Vince, like, what was your thought seeing Brock back? And I know, you, was it Tristan and then that Vince
1: behind all this? See, the thing is, I don't have a problem with Raw specifically, except at the end. At the end, I'm, try- I'm trying to figure out where they're going with this. I'm trying to figure out what storyline are you looking because you want to get Roman his break, but now it's like uh, they're more focused on getting him to a 1,000 days. And then after a 1,000 days, okay, we'll drop it at SummerSlam or we'll drop it at some other big uh, premium live event that's going on. Brock coming out, I I didn't get that. I didn't understand that. I'm thinking, you know, he's done. You know, his contract's up. He's done. Just, you know, say goodbye. Go back to your farm. Um, And then on top of that, my confusion went even higher to the point where he just smashes Cody Cody's out for the count what do we see what Cody is Cody is Cody out for for a long time is where's the story go with him I mean I'm I'm just like I'm, I'm guessing and a part of me kind of is interested to see where this goes but also the other part of me is like well this is Vince and God help us you know w- w- what's going on
2: I say part, part of that too is like the issue with almost predictability because as soon as Brock comes out, and they announced we're having a tag team match. Your first thought just goes to Brock doesn't wrestle on free TV. You, you know that there's not going to be an actual match. So you're hyping up this main event, this epic wrestling match. That's never going to happen. So that, that was like a good old-fashioned, like, bait-and-switch there. Like, you're just watching, like, all right. And then if you if you know Brock, as soon as he shakes your hand, whoever he shakes hands with is getting at five, so... Yeah, overall that's almost the part I hated the most about using Brock there is just it just got way too obvious that he was just going to come out in the main event and just smash up Cody Rhodes.
1: I was kind of hoping he'd smash up Roman to be honest with you because I mean there's still there's still a thing if you could take a look at uh Heyman's face when he heard the Brock's entrance music. I'm thinking okay, they could they, this could be interesting. But then you smash Cody, it's like Are we going to get a reason behind this? Is
3: Brock coming on for a couple more episodes or uh, I don't know. Well, I'll say this. Um, There's a lot of things I had a problem with on Raw, but I'll talk about those later. I'll just answer the question for now. What's up, Philly Philly, by the way? Um, When I saw Brock, I'm like, this is going to be trash. That was my first thought, right? Like Brock comes out, he's smiling, he's hugging Cody, he's shaking his hand like you guys said. Brock's a snake. Brock is the literal epitome besides Randy Orton of a snake. Hmm. When he shakes your hand, smiles at you, puts his arm around you, you are getting stabbed in the back multiple times. So something was gonna happen. I didn't know if Cody was gonna make it to the end of the night, but like you said, Brock doesn't fight on free TV, so clearly this was never going to be a match. Um it's so the story I think that they're trying to go with is Cody didn't quite win now he's got to go through some obstacles a la Stone Cold back in the day kind of trying to recreate that but it has to be reasonable obstacles there's real life heat between him and Seth Rollins that would be a great program to pick back up having him fight Brock and backlash is probably where this is going to end up going I care less about that match that I did about Omas and him at WrestleMania
1: yeah that was just horrible booking i mean i i There was was another idea behind brock lesnar at wrestlemania and that just never panned out rumors were stone cold was supposed to do it and uh, he backed out so this was really the best option i mean bobby lashley didn't have a match at wrestlemania where's bobby and and brock part four i mean i would have settled for that i'll
2: say they they pretty much with cody i I felt
0: like Go ahead, go ahead, Brett. I say with
2: Cody, they're just straight up copying and pasting the John Cena after he lost to The Rock in 2012, lose the biggest match of your life, get mauled by Brock Lesnar, beat him, and then have a couple more losses, and we're gonna start this hard road to redemption at WrestleMania next year, SummerSlam, wherever they decide
0: to pull the trigger.
3: And and the thing is, man.
0: Yeah, I I. Okay, cool. go ahead.
3: No, no, you go ahead.
0: Um, I forgot I was about to say. Oh, I think they're gonna hold Roman out until maybe SummerSlam or so, and he'll be past a thousand days. What if Okay, so SummerSlam would be officially the year he's won. You know, he's won the title in SummerSlam. What if they actually make him lose it on his thousandth day? I mean, that was my thought plan. Maybe that could happen, but they're gonna make him. Go a thousand days, um, just so Cody can get his redemption tour going. Um, but I, I think that's what we don't know when he's gonna go on break. We are at to after all, that might be it. We may not, we're not gonna see Roman no more. That, that was it. We're, we're not gonna see Roman, but go ahead, cool.
3: So, I saw a report that apparently, um, there's a plan in place that Roman Reigns could be the universal champion at least through the end of the year, which I believe makes perfect sense. Here's the problem. And here's the thing. Remember, I said this a couple of times here on the show. I've said in the chat. I knew Cody probably wasn't going to win because it was for both belts. If they had done properly and followed their own storyline, it would only been for one championship. When Cody first came back, we know what championship he wanted. He even said the WWE championship. Had he got the opportunity to just fight for that belt, he probably would have beat Roman Reigns. They're not going to allow Roman Reigns to use the universal title because they want this long run. But I have to be honest, I could care less about the Universal Championship. It's been ugly since it's designed. The name is stupid. The lineage is garbage. I don't care. So he can hold it back from now until 2028 if he wants to. I don't care. What I want to do is for them to figure out a way to get the belt that actually matters, the WWE Championship, off of him and get that on Cody. Yeah, that problem is the universe situation, and you didn't do it.
1: Triple H has actually come out publicly and said he hates the Universal mm-hmm. Championship and he wants to actually disband it or even bring back the World Title. So he he's publicly and you know he says he wants to make some changes. Whether that's going to happen or not under Vince's watch, who the hell knows? But, yeah, but uh, Vince is an idiot. Yeah, I, I I agree. The problem they did was merging the titles because now what storyline are you going to use? Oh, we're we're just gonna we're just gonna give up one title? Well, no, hell no. You, you if you're going up against this this person that has both titles, you want them both. You don't want just one right. unless you, you are mandated for that. I think they need to redraft Raw SmackDown and yep. specifically go ahead after the belt that you are on. And yep. that, that, that is the only way that makes sense, even though it's going to sound stupid. it's the only way it's going to make sense.
3: Or you got money in the bank. You've got Royal Rumble. These are supposed to be for one belt or the other. Why are, right. they, where are they challenging for both belts? They're Dude. not following the storyline they put in place to split the belts here. They've no, had several good. opportunities, and all they're doing – is pissing on every opportunity.
1: There, there was an original storyline that was supposed to happen where the Usos was going to fight both nights at WrestleMania—one for, yeah. for the one for the one for the SmackDown. That never happened. So there's I mean, just a lot. Of, there's just a lot of storylines that have come through the rumor mill, and to the point where, yeah, I'll just fight for the Universal. So, so now everything's all in chaos. The booking is all in chaos because you don't know who's showing up at what event. Which is, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that's a bad thing. You kind of like to know who's going to show up at Raw and SmackDown. When you go there, it's like, hmm, this may be a possibility.
3: Who knows? Uh, then you, you know, you think about, too, you've got the fact that Vince comes 10 minutes before you're supposed to go out and says, oh, we're doing something different. So, now you've got that chaos and that trash back in, which breaks morale. You've got the grizzled young veterans that have already asked, and according to reports, have, ex- have gotten um, their, you know, releases from WWE, uh, apparently, Bayley wants out now, and I'm, I'm. she's not the only one, but those are the only ones that I saw the actual names of so far. What's going to happen is you're going to see Impact get better because they're going to get some of these people that don't want to go to WWE. You're going to see AEW get some more people, which is going to make them have to do a separate like brand for Ring of Honor because they've got a yeah, they, huge roster already, a robust they, roster.
1: They, they're already not giving proper time to the to the
3: superstars that they've already signed anyway. Yeah, but if they actually do the split right and have Ring of Honor be his own brand, have its own matches, that will consolidate the roster for AEW quite a bit because a lot of the people, you know, at least half of the people are going to have to go to Ring of Honor. So that will solve the problem that they have, which is why I think they've just been amassing everybody that they can. um But you'd also see, you know, New Japan get some people. So you're going to see some of these other wrestling um, conglomerates start to get people because they're not going to want to work for WWE because Vince McMahon is back in charge and he was garbage when he was in charge. The product got better when he left. He's back now, dismantling the product and making it worse. And you know, I'll say this to everybody who watches the show. If you're unhappy with what you think is going to happen, what you feel like Vince McMahon has been doing, there's only one way that they listen. Don't buy tickets when they come to your town. Don't watch them on TV. You hurt the bottom line. By not spending your money, you don't let um, the ads get into your house. They don't get the watches from you. That's when they'll start to say, "Oh, wait a minute, people are going other places. We got to do something."
0: Mm-hmm. All right, all this, all this, all this sadness. Let's let's talk about the good and what happened this past weekend. It was WrestleMania. It was an awesome, awesome card. Um, go down the list. Start with Saturday's card uh John Cena and Austin Theory. I mean that match could have been better, maybe could have been longer. Uh it was an okay opener. We all knew what uh Cena was gonna come in and do. Y'all thoughts about that match? Was it was it could have been a little bit more or of course Eh.
2: of
1: course when you when you start off a WrestleMania you want to start off big you want to make sure the crowd is gonna give that holy S and this is awesome chant you want to get that up. Both opening matches for both nights didn't have that. But what they did have is that second match that brought the holy and the the, this is awesome. The John Cena match. Listen, John hasn't wrestled in God knows how long. And the last couple of matches he have, I think he's had like two matches in two years. He wasn't going to go ahead and go along 20 minutes, 15 minutes or anything like 20 minutes or anything like that. Yes, he was going to put Theory over because what are you going to do if you give John Cena the U.S. championship? He ain't coming back to the roster. So we all knew Theory was going to win, or at least the disqualification, which probably wouldn't have been a bad idea, but then that leaves everything wide open. So we all knew that Cena wasn't going to go ahead and win. I would have liked to see Cena hit an FU uh, or an attitude adjustment, you know, now PG terms, but I would like to see Cena hit hit an attitude adjustment um, for a little bit of offense, but you know, I'm okay with the way it happened. Brett.
2: I kind of figured I didn't expect too much from a John the John Cena match. Like I think Charles there hit on all the points that he hasn't really wrestled at all in the last two years, so I couldn't expect him to go any longer any longer than they did. Not to mention I'm sure that, you know, since he's now such a big star in Hollywood, he's gonna wrestle a much safer style when he does show up for matches. So overall, like, yeah, it's not like a John Cena open challenge match from 2015 that, that, you know, I know he's capable of, but at the same time, I wasn't really expecting that. That match was kind of exactly how I figured it would go. So I, I wasn't disappointed, but it didn't really, it didn't move me, but I, I didn't expect, really expect it to.
0: Cool.
3: I mean, it was simply a match to put over Austin Theory. Um, we all know John Cena's past his prime. He doesn't really care about wrestling anymore. Um, he worked with one match last year, right? And that was in December, a tag match against Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns with Kevin Owens. So, I mean, he's not, he's not really into WWE. He was just another name that they could get on the card for WrestleMania. He's the part-timer. He used to talk trash about Uh, So, Congratulations for becoming exactly what you made fun of, um, all those years hypocrisy at his finest. Way to go, John Cena. But, I mean, you can't get any more out of John I'm, Cena.
1: I'm, I'm sure when he said that back in the day, he probably never thought, it's like, oh, yeah, when I when I hang him up, I'm hanging him up. It's done. You know, I, I'm going to go full-time until I can't go anymore, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah, well, now that you, now you know why that's these, there's some part-timers out there. That check looks pretty damn good when you go ahead and wrestle for five minutes. Exactly.
3: Because <laughs> of your name. Oh, Thanks
0: um i mean he i mean he needs to you know he's going bald a little bit there you know he could have got some spray can and it's like a little
1: that that glh that they had back in the
0: 80s (laughs) cover that up yeah but um i mean you know he he looked he looked good for what he was you know he can't do all the big moves because the whole hollywood thing but of course he was there to put Cena. i mean Derry over and he did um his entrance was good of course you know he is the record holder for making the wishes. And he had the, the Make-A-Wish kids up at the top of the ramp. That was good. Um By the way, that set was amazing. That WrestleMania stage yeah, was, was nice. one of the, you got to put that one, you got to put that down as one of the top five uh, WrestleMania stages out there. That, that was, means
3: Vince had nothing to do with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vince had nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> it, it was awesome. So uh, John, John Cena putting over Awesome Theory, that was uh, expected. But what I expected, I thought maybe we was going to see a call-up on Raw. But, you know, that of course, that didn't happen because Vince changed it 99 times. I would love to have seen the Bronze Breaker. Some NXT guys get called up, but, of course, that never happened. It was supposed to be a women's match for Bianca Belair's title. But instead, they had Rhea Ripley come out.
1: was happy to see Riddle come back, though.
0: Yes. So, I mean, that was a surprise, Riddle. And then you're going to get – and then you get – Elias fighting Omos. Why? I' <laughs> was And then you get Mustafa Ali and, and and Bobby Lashley. Why? When he could have been on WrestleMania, all you do is have him bring out that big ass trophy, of him winning the Andre the Giant Trophy, and him standing at the top of the ramp. Didn't even happened at
3: WrestleMania. Who cares? Yeah. Right. So,
1: you know what? I think honestly, to be honest with you, I think he was supposed to carry that thing down the ramp.
0: I would not. North- I'm not doing that.
1: Oh, you, know you see, I was you was struggling with that. Yes. man. screw that. That
0: ramp is too long to be carrying some big oversized trophy. No, you mm-mm, mm-mm, <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope, no deals. You're not paying me enough. And I'm not on WrestleMania. No, hell no, I'm not walking down that ramp with that. Um, same storyline as Ro- Yep. Same thing as Cena Vince. Yep, we talked about that, Gene. What's going on? Maurice was yeah, exactly. Um, so the next match, you know, of course you got the opener supposed to bomb you got that second match was the uh fatal four way, which I knew. Was going yeah, set it B. off, especially B. Academy, B. Ricochet, Ricochet Bronstein, Street Profits, Alpha Academy, and Viking Raiders. Now I had the Viking Raiders winning because I thought, you know, they are going up against a tag team, a heel versus a heat, you know, a, a baby face, but didn't work out that way. The Street Profits wanted all the smoke and they got all the smoke. Want
3: the smoke?
0: Ricochet, I, I think he should be a single star only. I think they need to push Ricochet, but who the hell knows? Now that Vince is back, we don't know when Ricochet
1: will get a chance at anything. Yeah, no, Ricochet, I, 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 I I like the monster and Ricochet. It reminds I do like
2: of that thing. I had like that same thought, except I was thinking that uh, it's time to see Chad Gable as like a mid-card single star. That German suplex he had on Braun Strowman was absolutely incredible. That's kind no, of the big takeaway it's, it's- I had.
1: This it's, Alpha Academy has saved Chad Gable's ass. You go from shorty G going nowhere to finally actually teaming up. Trust me, the Alpha Academy saved his ass.
2: Oh, absolutely. I just want to see him start, you know, wrestling some single matches cuz I think he would he'd have some absolute bangers for like the IC and United States title. He's Maybe. been he's
1: been he's been wrestling single uh, a few here and there, but he always, he always has Otis doing some side gig to Yeah. just in case nothing's going on in the ring, they goes Otis on the on the
3: other camera.
2: Otis. Yeah, they
3: need to um they need to really make that like an actual stable. Give him like two guys. Uh, obviously we know what's going to happen with Otis. So give him two guys to kind of be with him and make it like a um you know like a little faction, a little stable. Um and that and then Chad be the leader of that. After that was Otis the one does thing
1: that was the one thing I've enjoyed with Triple H being there is a lot of there's been a lot of stables and a lot of groups. and ga- I like that. I like that idea. You had, you know, damage control coming in. You had Alpha Academy coming in. The bloodline was was invented and, and morphed into what it is now. So I, I, he did a great job on creating stables and creating interesting storylines.
3: Now, do they stay with it?
1: You
0: don't know it's
3: on so. like tag teams. And then the thing is, too. Is good. Like, you know, i said, and some people disagree with me. I said that judgment day is a joke. They're like, oh, they did this, they did this. They never win when it matters. They never do anything when it matters. The only person in Judgment Day who they treat halfway seriously is Rhea Ripley. The three guys are just there to be her babies, pretty much. She's mommy, and that's the kids. That's pretty much how they treat the judgment day.
1: But here's the thing: what is the judgment day good at? Getting heat. Dominic is special. Yeah, yeah, don't get me
3: wrong. Dominic in wrestling right now. Yes,
1: yes. Everybody wants to go ahead and say, Oh my god, I can't believe they're doing this stuff like this. The hell yeah, they can't yeah, believe it. Because you can go ahead and twist it and turn it in any way, shape, or form. What he did
3: with this whole prison thing was laughable. But it works. It, it's like the most ridiculous thing that works. But it does work. But it's ridiculous.
0: But um, Ricochet higher flying. Montez Ford is another guy. we yes. we hearing that he might break up from the profits. We don't know how Dawkins is going to be by himself. But Montez Ford is a star. He is a he can get on there. He can fly. He is athletic. He got the charisma. He got the mic skills. He's a he is perfect. I can see him definitely as a mid card if they break him off him fighting. And he's yep. got
3: the red cup.
0: Yep. yep. You, <laughs> <laughs> I can see him fighting for U.S. or Intercontinental, maybe a championship contention one day. I can see him fighting for that mid card. Um, definitely. Um, the Viking Raiders. if They're Viking Raiders. Bahalas, They. I'm glad that they got uh Sarah Morgan uh back. You know she wasn't doing nothing, but you know. But that that kind of works. I mean, but this match is a great opening, uh, second match, uh, to come back after that first match because that's when this is when the, everybody crowd got hyped into this match. But I wasn't expecting the street poppers to win, I actually had the Viking Raiders winning. Um, I
1: will, t- I will yeah. tell you this in any WrestleMania, when you have four or more people in the ring or challenging the ring, you're gonna get excitement, you're gonna yes. get the three player. The three player on the mat, one player goes in the air and squashes all three players on there. You're gonna get all that excitement. You're gonna get all that feeling, and that's usually the 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 match you want to start with. Which I, I that's why I figured it would be. Um, either Cena must have had early dinner reservations for a, for a senior citizen discount or something like that, <laughs> and, and Brock's. <laughs> Un, un, untitled uh, rule, if I'm not going on last, I'm going first. That's the only thing I could think of is is, is why they made that. But those tag team matches, they should have led.
3: But the thing about it is I think the good part about the matches that were first was that they gave people time to get their first snacks. They gave people time for their early birth, their early bathroom run. They gave people time to get that run a little bit behind. And you're not upset that you missed that match, right? So I think you kind of like Let's put a match that people don't care about too much, but some people may love, but a lot of people don't care about first, so that way everybody can get settled and get ready, and then let's give them some heat. And I think, you know, that's what they did. Yeah.
2: Brett,
0: your thoughts on the Fatal 4-Way?
2: No, I thought it was really good. It blew away my expectations. I thought it would be good. I thought it would be a good, like, solid match, but that turned out to be one of the best matches of the night. Had a lot of fun spots. Like I said, I really enjoyed Alpha Academy's performance in it. Ricochet hitting a 450 to the outside, or a shooting star press, I'm sorry, to the outside. The airtime he got on that was absolutely insane. So overall, and like the spot where Angelo Dawkins just shoulder tackled Braun Strowman. Like overall, there's just so many fun spots. And they all like went went together very well. So overall, I, I really love
0: that. Yeah, that was that was dope, and of course, the uh, frog splash with the knees. I know that hurt Montez for, but he ended up getting the cover, and the one, two, three, Street Profits win that match. Here comes the third match, which is right where the right where we want to be at. We like all right. This is where the show picks up. We had a great match with Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. Say what y'all want about Logan Paul. Y'all don't have to like him. But this guy is athletic and he fits right in WWE. They'll be crazy enough not to sign him back. Of course, we're not going to see him in no main event status all the time. He could be some mid cards and have some feuds. He did it with Roman. He had a great match with Roman. Um, he had a great match with Seth. Um, so Logan Paul, definitely athletic. He works harder than anybody that I've seen that's coming up in wrestling. Um, you know, he wants to work at it, but he can put on a show. He can put on some moves. And I knew it was going to be some shenanigans with that dang on prime mask. I was trying to figure out who was under there. Was it was it Jake Paul? Was it? Uh, but it was KSI. It was his homie. But uh, what y'all think about that uh, match?
2: I really think it showed the fact that uh, Paul is actually a perfect guy for WWE. He's just such a pure entertainer. He's such a pure heel. And he can back it up with really great in-ring work. That was absolutely phenomenal. The whole spot of him accidentally putting KSI through the announce table was so much fun. Like overall like love him, hate him. Personally, I think I think he's a perfect add to the WWE. I I don't really see any really many faults in his uh, game. He can go on the mic, he can go in the ring, he can draw heat. Like I don't know what more you'd want from him so yeah I thought it was absolutely a fun really fun match to watch and I loved his entrance with the zip line
3: what about yeah, if you good. had Logan Paul and Dominic mysterio on a tag team they would they could just call themselves the most hated <laughs> I,
1: I, I gotta say I, you know what I don't love Logan I, I don't like Logan Paul I love him I actually think he is he is he backs up everything he says he can go ahead and do the moves with the best of them. He can go ahead and he's got the in-ring charisma. Um, I think his mic skills need to be a little bit sharper, but I think the buildup with him and Seth, I think that went through flawlessly. I was very happy to see that, especially Seth pulling the first punch and calling him on the Miz's show. That was great. I loved it. Um, having them, having Seth get knocked out a couple of times also brought in, it's like, well, what could happen? Because uh, you know they keep talking about this screw in his hand, if that's real or not. But uh, it's, I think the match was was amazing. Like a lot of good spots. Table being broken is always a highlight for me, um, regardless of who gets through it. But um, but yeah, I mean everything went through went through great.
0: Um, what was that? The spot where you know, especially to see the curved up coming, the pedigree. Uh, him doing the, the frog splash. I mean, look, he, he is a performer. Um, definitely could back it up. We don't know what Logan Paul's gonna do next. It was rumored, I've heard him Cena might be his next feud maybe at SummerSlam. Um, I don't know how true that is, but that would be interesting to watch as well. Who who knows what's next for um Logan Paul, but that that was a great match. This stuff gets the uh the pin there with the curve stomp, um, and he wins that match. Please not uh,
1: see Please enough. No.
0: Don't. <laughs> don't do um, I think <laughs> up next was uh was it re no it was, it re- was the
1: six man tag match for the, the oh yeah it was okay this was this tag. was
0: a, this was a snooze resume but it was it was good but it was just like eh, yeah, it was another I mean you wanted to get the bathroom break. I mean I didn't see nothing. Yeah, this hard. will be I mean, the I, yeah. I think Trish is gonna turn on Becky. That might be a match, but uh we had the six man tag, it was uh Damage control versus Becky, Lita, and Trish. Trish look good as always. She doesn't age. Um, she she moves a little bit better than Lita. Lita looked a little sloppy. Then there's Becky, and then there's damage control, who they completely burying? Um Becky, I mean, Bailey should just broke, break off, or they should just break them up, period, and let them do singles. Um, because since they came since they came together, it just hasn't been working. Um, what y'all think about this match.
3: We gotta remember. Bailey is a not a very good heel to begin with. Right. Um also if you notice, I said a few minutes ago talking about judgment day, damage control is another group. They won the women's tag team champs like for like two seconds. Other than that, what have they really done together? They're supposed to be here to make all this change and stuff happen. Nothing's happened. Everything is still the status quo. You can't win matches. Bianca Belair has beat Bailey like a thousand times um she can only beat um becky lynch if becky lynch was was one on three right i mean so you've done nothing to really develop or make them any better um like you said they're, they're better off by themselves i think for the purposes of the match it just shows how little they care about damage control and that's why i said i felt like becky lynch and the two hall of famers will win just because people still care about them nobody cares about damage control wwe has made sure no one cares about damage control
1: I, I see a lot of potential with damage control. That's the that's the thing, and there was potential when you had EOSky, Sky, uh, the other one winning the, the the tag championships. You know they you know they they won gold, but when you have your leader out there running her mouth with this ding dong hello crap, you ain't winning gold, no. and you're falling flat in your face every time. It start it's starting to get a little crummy. You need to go ahead and do what the bloodline are doing. Have some interference and start winning some matches, even if it's cheating, because you're healed, so that's what you should do. Um, breaking them up, going independent. Everybody's gonna go ahead and fall off the card, period. Let's put it that way, except for Bailey, because Bailey is the only one really with a name, to be honest with you. They
2: need, new,
1: they need a new leader.
2: That's why I feel like it's just gonna end up with Bailey breaking off and maybe keep the other two as a tag team. It really felt like at WrestleMania, this was their real last chance to almost salvage like Damage Control, give them a win over Becky and two Hall of Famers, and all of a sudden they're on the right track. And they just they didn't pull the trigger. To me, it just showed me how much lit faith they have in Damage Control. They haven't really done much like Cool said besides win the tag team titles, which WWE doesn't do a good job of pushing. Nobody really cares about the women's tag titles. So to me that. So Saturday was kind of the day where I'm just like, all right, this will really show me what they think of damage control. Yeah, so.
1: and honestly, it was it was a non-title match. Why not give damage control the win? You still got the you you still have you know you still got the Lita and uh, Becky with the belts. Which, by the way, I I, I do believe that uh, you know, God help me with Trish. Oh, I love seeing her. <laughs> it was so nice to see her again she looks there's nothing like, wrong with that feeling charles she, she, I she, she looks so perky and so beautiful i oh we're talking wrestling now okay <laughs> um, so, but you, uh, yeah listen you're going to be the hottest one in a group you don't have a belt to show for it yeah there's going to be uh there, there's going to be some satisfaction need, uh, needed on that group that the question is how long do you keep that group because you got Lita, who's not a full-time wrestler i don't think she's coming back as a full-time
3: wrestler she doesn't look very good know. wrestling yeah. yeah and she's and
1: yeah and she's she's looking like john cena so lost a few steps here and there um and you know you're not going to keep the belts on for very very long so who's next in line who's really shown up it's been damage control basically doing the feud so maybe you get him back on track and and have him pull up a win
3: a, Ugly style, of course, but
1: haven't pulled up a win.
3: We could do. They're probably going to do Liv Morgan and um, Raccio, right. Raquel uh, right. I'll
2: say that that's the tag title match for next week, I believe. That's yeah, to win. yeah. Barry,
0: Shayna Baszler's injured. Since when?
2: Yeah, right.
1: She's she she injured her mouthpiece
0: <laughs> <laughs> because they. Oh, we're, we're going to talk about them. But she gonna is going
1: right. to be You know, we go. Trish is the most beautiful. Shane's gonna have the ugliest smile ever. It looks like it just. Oh my
0: god, geez,
1: geez, ugly.
0: But um, they you get the hall uh, of famers and uh, Becky get the win, of course. Yeah. Um, and of course, Beck, uh Bailey was supposed to be on Raw, but they said no. You don't come out with damage control. They didn't even mention her. They didn't even acknowledge she was back there. So, yeah.
3: And that's what she's asking to. to uh, she's like, yeah. there's
1: uh, Apparently, she went wild on Twitter. And made some controversial comments in regards to the love affair I have with this, with this, with this, uh, what I do and everything like that. And then she immediately, like after WrestleMania, says, well, the love affair is gone. I think she obviously with I think we all know what this is. Vince is in charge. Forget it, I'm done.
0: This is apparently NXT. They were saying fire events. That's ba- that's th- yes. I'm just that is that's bad. That's bad business for your fans to say fire events because they know he's like, a, not, he's like a roach. You cannot kill it. evil people. He's like a roach. You can't kill him.
1: It is not a good thing when your own fans stay
3: to fire you. But they did do one thing right at NXT. Which is why I am, am him.
0: Is okay, the champ. We'll see how long that lasts. We'll see how long NXT is
3: that's true but i'm just saying they did one thing right for nxt that was i am him
0: then we had dominic mysterio versus uh ray and from dominic's entrance was was great we all thought this was some type of you know we seen a a, a clip of the, the jail and everything we, i was like oh that's the entrance okay he got some got some correction officers come out he was shackled and handcuffed, had ray's mask on Make it feel like the WCW Ray Mysterio. I'm like, okay, Dominic, come out. And then, as soon as Ray came out, I'm like, it's over. Ray won. Just right from his entrance, I'm like, wait, well, he so said, Ray he is winning said,
3: this. I lie. I cheat. I steal. He comes out racist. with Snoop and a
0: Little rider. Snoop pops the trunk and it has a, a quote from Snoop's song. He comes out to Eddie's theme music. He does the shimmy. It, it was a wreck. I forget like, yeah, Ray winning this. He he takes his belt off and beats Dominic Mysterio. That was hilarious. Um. This match was interesting and fun. I, I, I honestly thought they was gonna give Dominic the win, um, but they, they got oh. Ray. Uh, what did y'all think about this match?
1: What in the hell? How, how would you give any win to Dominic? <laughs> this is this is only how? No, no. Vince McMahon wouldn't
3: even give Dominic this win. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? He's, he's not. He's, he have, he would have to be over six two.
1: Yeah, exactly. looks uh, like exactly. Bron
3: breaker for him to give him the win. So definitely thank. wouldn't give him the win.
1: Thank you. Thank you. But I, I, I will say this. The stupid still works. Bring him out in handcuffs. You're free, dude. What the hell? You haven't been in jail since, you know, the last 18 hours you spent there. <laughs> handcuffs. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you, do you like getting that? Oh, maybe she he likes getting handcuffs. Maybe Rhea Ripley taught him something. Handcuffs are good. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> it, it, exactly. Uh, everything about this match was spots and how creative they were going to be. The whipping of Dominic's ass was good. Um, the little sideshow there with Mommy—that's um, that was good. Um, it was all about creativity. We knew Dominic was going to lose. It was just a matter of how he's going to lose.
0: Can can we give it up to Michael Cole on this match? Michael Cole no, we had a good went weekend. Actually, nuts. He went bananas on this match. He was pissed. This, this yeah, is this, this is what Triple H let Michael Cole do. Be himself. Yes. Yeah. Not to not to go all tangent, but Friday night on SmackDown is when we're going to definitely know if Vince is here because if he changes Michael Cole, it's a, it's a wrap. Yeah,
1: you know. You listen. I still have an outside belief in my in, in my soul in my heart that beats WWE a lot that Triple H is still the man. It's just he's got to go ahead and sweet talk Vince as to say, this is my idea. It's going to work, Vince. Trust me, it's going to work here. And, and do some Jedi mind tricks is like, okay, we're going to do this, Trips. Okay, we're going to do this. That's it. That's all. I, I think I fully believe that's what has to happen uh, with, uh, with 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 uh, Creative is, is Trips just needs to go ahead and do a little Jedi mind trick to Vince to approve whatever scripts are being done.
0: But Brett, what did you think about a uh, Mysterio and Dominic and this match overall? I, I thought it's, I thought I thought Ali was going to crack on when his her mama stopped it because you know you can go throw no drink at my face.
2: <laughs> no, nah, it, it it was funny when I saw them how they finally finished the build of this match with Ray like back talking his mom. My first thought was, I think I'd be more scared of my mom than Ray Mysterio. <laughs> I'm just looking, I'm like, are, are you sure you want me to say this to my mom? No, I'm good. <laughs> no, but uh, this match, um, it was fun. I really enjoyed this one. I, for, a, for a hot minute there, I did think Dominic was going to win. I thought Ray would kind of push to be the one to put his son over at WrestleMania. But as soon as I did see the entrance with him coming out, heard Viva La Raza hit the low rider Snoop. I was like, oh, I, yeah, no, that's, this ain't going to happen anymore. This is all Ray's." <laughs> Overall, it was a fun match. The spanking spot was creative, and overall, I really enjoyed
0: it. They all played into their characters very well. Um, we it's got to see Bad, bad Bunny. Bunny a yeah. little bit on commentary. I knew he was going to get involved a little bit, and that happened in Raw as well. We're, we're going to see Bad Bunny and Ray versus Dominic and, and Priest um, next next month because you know they're in Puerto Rico and yep. Bunny's hosting. We're going to see that match. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was great. It was.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say one thing, and this is outside the match, and this is outside anything. You got to give Dominic credit. During the Hall of Fame speech, the kid stayed in character, even though I, you know, he wanted to honor his father. You know, he wanted to be there to see it. Everything fighting back tears, he stayed in character, did what he was supposed to do, like a man, like a professional, and walk out with the rest of the Judgment Day there. Uh, it, but he stood in character and. Did what he was supposed to do. You got to give props to that because it's not easy. You, normally, this Hall of Fame thing is when you just you let the curtain back, you start clapping for your dad and everything. Uh, they they went ahead and kept it real for you know for the to build up and the, on the the match. You had to keep the smarts happy.
3: Yeah, right. Exactly.
2: Uh, so he he looked like he almost wanted to like tear up walking out of the it, yeah of the exactly. Hall. So yeah, good for him.
3: And while we're talking about props. So I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but um, the little girls that Bianca Belair had with
0: her—oh my god! Yeah, one
3: of the girls, her mom died that day, so Bianca kind of brought her out, and she was the one that was dancing with, and kind of in front of everybody. Um, So shout out to Bianca for that because that's big, man. Um, You know, lost parents—I can imagine. I can't imagine being a small child and having it happen.
1: They were actually
3: supposed to do this. Is crazy. So
1: they were actually giving her the option. It's like, listen. Know your mom do you passed do, it? do you want to do it, she oh. said, "Listen, I don't want to lose this opportunity. I want to go ahead and go out there and honor my mom." Mm-hmm. So, props to the girl. I mean, listen, Absolutely. Bianca, Bianca going ahead and doing something nice for for the divas of there of uh, of uh, Los Angeles. But props to the girl for getting that courage and doing an amazing job.
0: That that tore my heart when Triple H was talking about that in the press conference. He barely could get it out. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like how. <sighs> Yeah, that that was tough, but you know, that's that grit and she wanted to do that and she was all they all were awesome. They was awesome. Um but uh we got Rhea Ripley against Charlotte Flair and this is when the belt actually changed hands. Uh Rhea Ripley we all knew was gonna win um this title, but Charlotte kind of broke character at the end though. You know, she she sat there, clapped, she smiled, so I'm like, Okay, Charlotte, putting somebody over. Um, but this was Rhea Ripley's time. It was her time. Riley.
3: Finally, put somebody over. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: It was her time. Um,
3: and she, she,
1: she cried. bad thing she is.
0: this match to be main event. No, 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 Charlotte. Y'all, y'all, y'all didn't tell no story like the Usos did. No, you don't. Yeah. The, the,
1: the, the, the big thing, too, is thumbs down to Charlotte. You don't laugh after you lose. You got to go ahead and show a little bit like you're pissed off. Come on. Like, argh, I can't believe that. I'll get you later after I have a kid and come back.
3: <laughs> so, like, everybody who knows me knows I think real Rupert is a hot woman. So, was I think
1: she is? You I, know, know, I, like the, I like the goth
3: You, you like the goth
1: it's kinda thing? Hot. It's kind of hot. I'm telling you, I, see, I saw they showed a picture of her when she was first starting NXT blonde, Aussie chick. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> see, you know, yeah. Give me some Aussie. could love. Be other people, but. That goth, kind of, like, you know, say, hot, dark makeup. I mean, yeah, that, that, that works for some
3: guy. Go- I'm not a fan of that, though. It works for me, for yeah. her. Like, a lot All of people yeah. does not for her, it works. And so I was, I enjoy seeing, you know, her in matches, because I think she puts on a good match as well. Yes. And I do love her pin. So I, <laughs> there's a lot of good elements that came together in the match for me. Um all right. All
1: right. Let's let, let's go ahead and make sure our, <laughs> make sure our, our, our private areas are shrinked down a little bit here. Let's talk about the match. Um number one, I will say this was a sloppy match for for a lot of reasons. Uh, number one, the the uh the the Queen's face plant, which was oh my one, god, that could have went so left. Yeah, yeah, that could have that was just horrible. It was sloppy. There was not a a lot of clean uh uh there wasn't a lot of clean moves, let's put it that way. It cleaned up towards the end, but the match was kind of hard to watch. There wasn't a,
3: a lot of spots that were clean. Yeah, you had to be more invested in the story than the actual match. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're invested in the story of Rhea, like I have to win, I have to get this signature win. And Charles, like, you're not yeah. gonna get it on me. If you're invested in that, you can kind of overlook some of those things. But if we're judging it like three-star, four-star, five star you definitely can't give it a five so it's probably like what three and a half maybe but the natural selection that Charlotte did I was like is she hurt like what in the world was that um so a lot of different things like you said but I think when you just look back at it right it's the Rhea Ripley had her moment she won the match uh she got the rip tied off clean and she won and I think that's what most people remember um I do definitely agree. All jokes aside, it was a sloppier match than we've seen Rhea have. And obviously, Charlotte's one of the better workers that they have. So I don't know if it was nerves. I don't know if it was frustration. I don't know what, but they clicked, right? It made sense. They clicked. It didn't look bad. It was just sloppy. Like you said, it wasn't really botched, but it was just
0: sloppy. Mm -hmm. Shout out for Charlotte for finally hitting a damn moonsault, right? (laughs) Because she never nails the moonsault, never nails it. I'm like, how do you land on your feet?
1: So, and, and she's, so tall. she's
0: so tall. I mean she finally did a clean one. So um but uh Brett's Andrade's
3: anything. been working with her.
0: <laughs> Any <laughs> I'll,
3: I'll bet he has been working with her. <laughs>
0: Any uh thoughts to this match? Um
2: like you guys said, I I agree. It was it was sloppy, but at the end of the day it was, I I enjoyed it, but I more so enjoyed the moment at the end. Like it wasn't a five star classic in the Tokyo Dome-Dave Meltzer match. But in the same regard, you know, I I enjoyed watching the Riptide and then the Rhea celebration after. So overall, I enjoyed it. But it was more so for the moment after the match.
0: All right. uh, Then we had night one. Oh, McAfee. Pat McAfee comes out with Snoop. Um... Well, Snoop and Miz's host McAfee comes out. You know, faces the Miz. We seen George Kittle do his clothesline. Pat McAfee gets to win. Um, he even said on his show that he's like he was there for hours. Nobody knew he was there, but like three people um, in, the, in the in the in the bus, so nobody knew he was there. And um, so he came out. But I'm just like, did we really have to see McAfee? Like we we didn't have Bobby Lashley on the show. You. Could have
2: put him somewhere, but oh. it was uh, it was the Mrs. best match of the weekend. I'll go with that. If that counts for <laughs> anything. No,
3: by the way, it doesn't. And not only did we have to sit there and watch Pat McAfee have a match, but then we have to see George Kittle get his childhood fantasy out of the way as well. He he, he saw Gronk do it. It's like, well, hell, I got to get in there now, right?
0: Exactly.
1: But uh, but the, the, this Pat McAfee match. Listen, I, no hate to Pat. Pat's awesome. I love him on commentary. I think he's one of the best co-commentators ever. I think him and, uh, and, uh, oh, God, I can't believe I forgot his name. Where, thank you. Him and Cole. I mean, they're just a great one too. They're, you know, they're like the Jim Ross and King. Come on. They're, they're the great, but that's, it's, it's, he's just awesome. Uh, and Pat's got some skills. He does have some skills in the ring, not like Logan Paul, but he right. does have some skills. Um, but this was just an impromptu. Who cares? Let's go ahead and get some popcorn matched. It's it. It wasn't anything. And, uh, and I think Pat's too good for that. He should have stayed in Indianapolis and did another show or something, or at least get out there and
0: commentary. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for him to come back. Um, <laughs> I don't, don't I don't know. if
1: he, I don't know if he's coming back soon. He says he's having a, he's having a baby. He's got a lot on his plate. Um, according to what he's been, you know, tweeting out on there. So, I don't know when he's going to get back under the commentary full time. Um, I think it's probably not even going to be till next year, to be honest with you. Probably next WrestleMania.
0: I mean, I can I can dig him and him and Cor- uh, Corey and and Cole for right now. I just don't like the guy on brawl. I mean, it's just something. Eh. I,
1: yeah, I'm not too fond with Kevin Patrick and
3: and. See yeah. it. I'm not. The thing is, I love Wade Barrett, right? Like Wade Barrett is amazing because he says things that have no, that make no sense, but they work.
1: <laughs> so I love I
3: love Wade Barrett.
1: It's Wade talk.
3: Yes, yeah, I love Wade <laughs> Barrett, and um, obviously, do, do not ever mess with the NXT team. That is an amazing team. Yeah, right. Booker T just the perfect piece. Um, but yeah, my guy on Raw, he's. Um,
1: you know he's more of the, the yes man, the Kevin Patrick guy. They've yeah. yet to find a real good solid number one. I
0: mean, I don't like the guy they had it from UFC. What, what was his name? Um oh, not bad. Not Morrow, the UFC dude. They did it quit. <laughs> they, they they was like, no, we don't want you. Was Jimmy something? Jimmy, you know what I'm talking about? I know I, you're I talking forget, about he used to do
3: UFC
0: too. hmm Um he wasn't bad, but they. I, I'm. I'm not too. Su- not too fond of Kevin Patrick on Raw. It, it's just not. I mean, should just make Michael Cole and Corey do both shows. <laughs> just make them do both. Um. And then of course I we got the mean, I I
3: mean, need. I need Wade though. I need Wade on SmackDown. I need Wade Barrett on SmackDown. You can get Wade as a third. I mean, yeah, We could do Michael Cole and Wade Barrett. Because oh. I'll be honest with you, Corey Graves every show. I, <laughs>
1: yeah, you know what? You know, you know what's gonna end up happening because you know I think Corey and Pat have a lot of on, yeah. on screen tussling going on. I don't know if it's backstage or not, but I know those two because Corey's been cleared for a while. He's been though. cleared, That's yep. Why not?
0: And he, not really a, he, wrote he wrote got he, it's it's, it's the time he got pissed off when he when he showed up. He was like, Are you kidding me? Why you didn't tell me he was here? Like he did, yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe. Hey, who knows? Maybe if they can go ahead and get it in the schedule before the baby's born, get him into sm- uh, SummerSlam.
3: Corey Graves should be on Judgment Day. He would be. He would fit perfectly in Judgment Day. he's give him some emo face liner and some purple. <laughs> Corey
1: Graves. I'm, I'm honestly wondering why he hasn't stepped in the ring yet. Why? You know, why they haven't had a story for him yet.
2: You know what? The big the big uh thing for that too is Pat McAfee versus Corey Graves would be the greatest announcer match to happen at WrestleMania. I think you'd easily top uh, Michael Cole versus Jerry Lawler, so
1: Oh, clearly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, you,
1: I mean you got two you got two young people there instead the of greatest two. announcer oh. match of all
3: time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: That's the go. That's,
0: <laughs> That's
2: the bar you gotta top. You yeah. guys got this. <laughs>
0: Yep. Then we got the main event, the Usos versus K.O. and Sammy. And K.O. and Sammy got the biggest pop um, of the night. Of course, we had Little Uzi come out to date to, to the Usos. Um, but, of course, this match is everything that we, we wanted. The story finally was told. Uh, they finally got to solve things. Um, K.O. and Sammy get the win. Uh, but this match was great, too. We all knew that they were going to put on the show, especially this with this match y'all thoughts on this match
3: i just have one quick thought and i'll let you guys have it it's interesting that the bloodline did not come out and help them it's very interesting i just want to say good good foretelling of the story but also after what you did on night two you probably should have made you should have switched the main events right so we could went home happy should have switched the main events
1: yeah the the the, the match was amazing in so many rights because you know in a huge title match, you're going to have those one or two near falls and the last near fall the other person usually wins ends up winning. Mm-hmm. So every near fall, I'm thinking like, you know, towards the end of the match I'm thinking, Uso's near fall okay, Sammy's going to win it, Sammy's going to win it and then Sammy gets a near fall and it's like oh no, Uso's going to win Uso's going to, you didn't know What was going to go on until you had that moment with sammy getting three kicks in and just closing everything out the the emotion sammy put in there just great the the character was great and what a way to go ahead and end the title reign
0: michael Michael Cole was good, not bad, man. Michael Cole was good in this match, too. He was like, oh, my God, nobody ever kicks out the one thing. Like, Michael Cole was awesome all weekend. I'm Yeah, I was about
3: to say, yeah Michael Cole really killed it <laughs> this weekend. He really, like, you saw when you let him just do Michael Cole and not try to make him be the voice of the, uh, the corporation, not let him be the guy that has to read the stuff from the stupid uh, GM sure, and all Vince that. Vince in just his ear him- saying, you can't say this
0: word. Oh, don't yeah. say that. Don't say wrestlers. Don't say Here's this. What?
3: what's going
1: to happen. Here's what's going to happen this Friday coming up. We're going to really find out Vince is in charge.
2: Yep. Because
1: if you see Cole being Cole, there's hope. But if you see Cole saying, oh my God, he did this, and oh, that's not good, and let's go downstairs and see what's going on. Yeah, then we're in trouble.
2: I think my favorite uh, Michael Cole call from the weekend, Did you guys catch it on Friday right before the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, they asked Michael Cole who was going to win, and his response was top dollar, and they're like, why, because he can't go over the top rope? <laughs> I think that might have been my favorite call, Cole
0: call Cole, I'm from sorry, he is forever going to be in everybody's jokes, knowing his big ass could not hop over that rope like that. <laughs> Overall, with that main event, though, I, I –
2: It was perfect. Like you said, it was everything that I could have asked for. They told a beautiful story in the ring. The the near falls that got me the most is when uh, Sammy hit the Huluva kick and then KO followed it up with a stunner. I thought that was over. Yeah, I thought it was it, too. And then all of a sudden they followed it up with the Usos hitting the double splash. I'm like, oh, no, not this way. So, like, they really got me hook, line, and sinker with so many near falls. The emotion, the storytelling... No complaints. This is exactly why going into the show, I was like, "This is the only match I can main event night one," and they lived up to it.
1: I, I, I know it's not real, but there was so many super kicks in that thing. There was so many double super kicks in that thing. I honestly, I honestly thought everybody was gonna have a concussion at the next day. Uh, so I, I, but I, I had to think it, it's like, okay, they're not really hitting them. It's a knee slap or it's a knee jerk, whatever. All right, it's not really happening, but man, it. It looked it looked painful.
0: Right, definitely. It, it it really did. Um, but that is your night one, which I think night one is a little bit better than night two by far. Um definitely had a better ending for most people switching, it's in. switching to night two. Uh we get the bathroom break all early. I was like, oh, right in time for snacks and getting your drinks. We got old moss and brock. Now, Brock really had to work for this match because his back was hurting. Um, Trying to pick up Omos. 410 pounds, four seven three. That's no tall task for Brock Lesnar. Um, But Brock pulled it out with three Germans and an F5. <laughs> and Omos got on. It was staying on his feet. Um, Y'all your, your thoughts to this match? I was hoping and praying they opened this match. And I called it. I said, they're opening it. The, they have to open the match. Night two with this.
1: I, I'm honestly, I really don't have a comment on it. It's a, it, it was a, it was a perfect big man. Nobody cares match. Um, I think Brock could have done way better in, in the booking, but they just, that's who they chose. I mean, they could have chosen, I think give LA Knight a chance out there and get yeah. by Brock Lesnar. Yeah. gonna <laughs> take that five. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I, I wasn't crazy with the. I mean, listen, Go ahead, F five the seven foot three, four hundred pound. You knew it was gonna happen. You knew Brock was gonna find a way to go ahead and F five this guy. There was always a there wasn't a lot of
3: surprises. So that's about all I have. Suplex City was gonna happen. We know that. We knew he was gonna win the match. I just wanna say Oma's has a match on WrestleMania, but Bobby Lashley doesn't. I you can't even there. get LA Knight in LA. Like, you, know, you could have had L A Knight, yeah, and Bobby Lashley in a three minute squash.
2: What when when they had like the Miz standing in the ring both nights, I fully expected one of those nights LA Knight was gonna come out and open his answer his open challenge, but I like
0: would have rather had him. I would have rather had LA Knight than Shane McMahon. I'm sorry. We're Shane gonna Shane talk
1: about Shane, Girdle, but I would have rather you know with, had with, with Shane McMahon, what he did and ended up getting doing, you know what? Good. Glad he came out. No, he, he won't see he won't see another, we won't see another bunch of feet swiggling going on for a long time. Here comes the money. No, here i goes just
0: the like money. his theme, so his theme music. I love his theme. I love there, his theme music. There, there, goes the
1: business. there goes the money to the hospital. <laughs>
0: And I was like, ooh, that don't look good. That wasn't, look, I'm like, that wasn't scripted. That's real. <laughs> um, then we were, got
2: oh, with, with uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos, that was exactly what I figured it would be. It's what I wrote about in my uh, article about this on SportsEmpireNetwork.com. You should definitely check it out. But uh, it was, don't expect much from this match. It'll be fine as long as you're not expecting anything. It's going to be a more of a spectacle, and it's going to be used to get a cool video package of Brock Lesnar F5-ing Olmos, and it ended up being exactly that. So, overall, I, I wasn't, like, disappointed or impressed with this match. It was exactly what I figured it would be. Uh,
0: then we get another. If you didn't get your snacks doing that first match, you clearly should have got your snacks and had a bathroom break here because all the, uh, if Brock didn't make you drink, um, but we got the fatal four way Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna, and uh, uh, Ronda Drowsy. Then we had the Karens, you had Sonia <laughs> and Chelsea, uh, Chelsea it. Green. Um, oh god, so god. I knew I knew Shayna and, and and Ronda was going to win because they wasn't in a match majority the whole time.
3: I'd
1: say they, they might as well have renamed yeah, yeah, it Fatal the uh, Listen, uh, Rousey and Baszler, really? That's who you pick for, that's who you get for the winner. Liv and Raquel definitely deserve a win. You know, I don't even take an Italian Shotsky. Shotsky?
0: Really? She should have. She should have drove her tank down that ramp. I'm sorry, I'm not. That ramp is long, and we got a tank we can drive down. I, I we would have drove the tank down the ramp.
1: With all the bitching and complaining and agonizing that she put Adam Pierce through, Chelsea Green, I was expected to go ahead and just elevate her status a little bit more with the help of Sonia Deville, elevating her status a little bit more.
3: That one made sense.
1: Much
0: I talent. actually had the Karens winning this match. I was like, somehow, some way, they're going to give him a shot. No, nope. I knew it
3: was going to be Rousey and um, Baszler just because of who they are.
0: Uh, the four hearts women of, of MMA. <laughs> okay,
2: yeah. That was like <laughs> ten years ago. Who that, cares? That that was one of those. I know Rousey's going to win, but I'm just hoping anybody else does. <laughs> Ronda
0: drowsy. yeah, because she sucks. Gosh, he's awful. When I, I'm telling you, when I was at Extreme Rules, and Liv Morgan and 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 uh, Ronda Rousey, that the crowd was—you heard, you could hear a pin drop. Chip was silent. Nobody, Nobody cared. Nobody cares
3: about Ronda Rousey.
2: Chirp,
0: chirp, Nobody chirp, cared.
2: Sure, sure. I feel like I'm entitled to financial compensation for just watching that match on TV. Good for <laughs> <greenos laughs> you.
1: Bad. There'll be a commercial about that. I'm sure. <laughs> yes,
0: sir. Um. Finally. WrestleMania night two picks up. We got that trash out the way. We get, I think, one of the best matches on uh, the night. We have the triple threat for the Intercontinental title. Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre versus Gunther. And I've been an Imperial fan since they've been in NXT. Um, Gunther might break the Honky Tonks record. Longest Intercontinental champion. Didn't think he was going to win it though. I thought Sheamus was going to take it over, but Gunther retained. This match was. They, I mean, they went in with the chops, and you couldn't, you couldn't tell me they weren't hitting each other because they always ran like lobsters.
1: That that this was the hamburger meat chest invitational. It <laughs> it ended up happening, and I actually knew Gunther was going to win. You want to know why? Because Sheamus and Drew couldn't keep their hands off each other and i'm not talking about in a sexual way they just can't keep their hands off <laughs> each other they're going to beat each other up and and guto is going to come in and pick and and pick up uh the scraps and and get the pin and
3: that's you what know, happened you know this match reminded me of
0: ruthless aggression Yeah. <laughs> you know who produced this match abyss i said oh no wonder <laughs> why wow, I was like that
3: mr joseph park himself
2: I would say triple threats at Mania just seem to always like slap for me. They always seem to be like the best matches on the card, whether it's this one or Rollins versus The Miz versus Finn Balor or go back years and the Shawn Michaels Triple H and that triple threat at Mania.
1: The thing is, you always have action in a triple or a fatal four way. You always mm-hmm. have action going on. So it's not like one or two where. All right, you know, I just have five somebody and he's laying there trying trying to catch his breath for 30 seconds. What I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and pose for the crowd. I'm going to go ahead and say, "Yeah, I'm the man." You're going to boo me, and then you know, wait for him to get on his feet for another minute. It's it's just a lot of lulling going on there when you have three or four people in there. That's why they're so excited is because there's action somewhere. Not everybody is taking a break, and if they are, it's going to be some big massive move that happened outside.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say this is probably my second favorite match of the weekend behind the Usos and uh, KO and Zayn. Honestly, like this to me, this was a straight up ten out of ten. This was just an all around phenomenal match with a fun story to tell.
1: And Gunth is that one person that you don't really talk about much, but he's just awesome as character, awesome in the ring. He and you know he's not he's not much to look at. He's not exactly got a six-pack and big freaking muscles or anything like that. He's just an average like, gonna kick your butt, and this is wrestling, and we do wrestling, and, and, and just great character and great uh, great performer, I'll, I'll be honest. Well, And I'll give him his props. Great wrestler.
3: Fantasy booking. I would love to see Imperium versus the Jericho Appreciation Society. Just for the just for the back and forth between <laughs>
2: sports entertainers and real wrestlers. That would be just amazing.
1: Imperium versus the original Shield.
2: I'll say if we're going WWE versus AEW, give me Imperium versus the Blackpool Combat Club just for how brutal that oh, would have. end up being.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, if you really want to go wild with you'd always go House of Black and Imperium. But that would be juicy. Or Fatal Foray. Okay, and
1: there we go. Advantage. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm it is technically it was four members of Imperium, but one, I think he got released for something.
3: Yeah, it was three, um, then four, then back to three. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but then we get uh, the Raw Women's Title between Bella, Bianca Belair and Oscar. I kind of like how they did the entrance. The Oscars, the bunch of Oscars, that was cool. Um, Bianca Belair's entrance, that was dope. Um, we did get to see some Miss. Unfortunately, she didn't connect with the Miss. Yeah. Um, i was very shocked that bianca retained i thought i had oscar winning this um but who's next
3: i told you i told you bianca belair was going to win this match i told you this was one of my favorite matches of the night because bianca stole the show she did exactly what she's supposed to she showed why she's the est at wwe um she showed why um my girl rhea ripley had to go up to her at raw and say like hey I'm in the wings too yeah because you're an afterthought right now Rhea this is number it's wrong number two that match against Oscar because most people believe Oscar was going to win because she reverted to her NJPW personality where you know she was more dominant but you have to remember something Bianca Belair is like she-hulk like a real she-hulk and this woman does not play and whoever beats her is going to get such a rub when she loses, she cannot lose to Charlotte Flair or Real Ripley or anybody that's already established. She needs to use someone like Raquel Rodriguez or someone else that needs that bump from beating her. If you're not gonna do that, give her a Roman Reigns run, because there's no point in taking the belt off of her. She's amazing with it. Um, Montez Ford loves her having the belt. Let let him get one at the same time before we take it off of her. She's amazing, like, not in like a like a real. Like, be amazing she's, she's, she's amazing like she does everything in the ring um she's she's great at what she does she can talk she's gotten better she's starting to fix she's fixed the flaws in her game and i mean she's there she's her
1: yeah she's come a long way since going ahead and lasting like 60 seconds with Becky lynch mm-hmm. so it's it yeah i think she deserves maybe a romanesque type uh type run and you know the good thing is she's not doing any help she's doing it solo that's why she's she's the best at it out there um but yeah i was fooled too i thought oscar was going to take this because of the persona and how well they're building her up i'm thinking it's like yeah maybe it's oscar time Oscar got almost (laughs) (laughs) almost
2: Yeah, originally I had Asuka winning and then I changed my mind uh, the week before the last show we did on here. I changed my mind to Bianca. And then when I saw the entrance that she was doing, I really kind of was like, all right, I really think now that this is definitely a Bianca win. Overall, great match. And I completely agree that it, it's got to be somebody young that ends up beating her whenever they finally do. I'm still paranoid that Vince is going to book Charlotte to beat her at some point. But at the end of the day, I do agree with that. And I just want to say, with uh, Cool, if you keep uh, simping over Rhea over there, you might have to change the name of the show to the Rhea Appreciation Society.
3: <laughs> I'll get my I'm Your Mommy t shirt for it.
0: <laughs> that's going to be Cool's name next when he comes. It's not even going to be Cool McCain. It's going to say Rhea Appreciation
3: Society.
1: I truly think Raquel should be getting a shot. She yeah. should get a shot. He's next. Yeah, she she should be next, and I I think they have backed off on her character when she first came in. I think it's gonna it's kind of regressed a little bit. Uh, I think they need to go ahead and re up her because you know she could be a force to, to whoever she wrestles. To be honest with you, and that includes Charlotte Flair. I would um, like to see her. That would be a, that would be a good match. And like don't do her. this
0: yeah. smiley. Down the road. See, she's not Brock. She she don't make her like Brock. I mean, she is. Going out with Brian Strowman, but don't make her the female Brian coming out rah like, get her. I mean, and, then, her
2: hero. and the beautiful thing with Bianca is we could still have a lot of challengers because she, you know, she's never turned heel or anything, so we still have like a whole other side of the roster to explore whether you want to turn some of the good guys heel or Bianca heel, however you want to do it, but or
3: have, or have face versus face Hey, I
2: want what right. you got. But it just feels like there's, there's still a good amount of the roster in NXT. Like, there's still so many people that we could do in fresh stories that I'm all for a nice and longer Bianca title run.
1: Up until yeah. the end, I didn't really see Asuka as being a heel. You know, then then all of a sudden she started doing some cheap shots. And it's like, okay, well, I guess we know who the heel is now. Because honestly, I was like, I, I just see Asuka doing Asuka stuff.
2: It, to me, that felt like more like face versus tweener. <laughs> Like, we right. you know Asuka's not a face, but she's you know, she's not a heel. But and against Bianca, she's not the face either, so that's kind of where I put her.
0: Um, so Bianca retains, uh, don't know who's next in line, that would be interesting to see. Um, who's next? Um, and then we get the Hell in a Cell. This is all, another awesome match between Finn Balor and uh, Edge. Did see Edge's entrance. No brood. I mean, he had the brood coat on, but no Christian, no Gangrel. Um, and then we had Demon's Finn, which he brought back the ah. so he brought that, he worked back that music. Um, this match is great too. Um, I wanted to see somebody go through a cage, but it didn't, you know, but this it still was brutal. You seen a bunch of kendo sticks, you seen chairs that was red and purple. Um a Go ladder
3: ahead. gashed Finn's head. All kinds of craziness.
0: That, that
1: was, you know, that is when you knew stuff went wrong, because you're stopping the match and you got people in there patching you up so you can continue. Yeah, I'm just glad Finn was okay. Uh, but, you know, that's, you know, busted nose. He went ahead and tweeted his face getting stapled. That's like, yep. I mean, he, he had too. a big
0: gash. In that's, head. The, I was like,
1: that's the battle scars, man. That's the battle scars you get.
2: So I think demon. I think one takeaway I had from this is if you're going to bring the demon back next time you do it, he better win. The w- demon yeah, has no he...
3: business losing. The demon right. should be unstoppable. That's that, ridiculous. That,
2: that's the biggest issue I had with this match. If Finn's going to lose, don't bring back the demon. Exactly. Let Finn lose without the demon. Like you don't need
3: already, the demon if you know he's going to lose, and he lose he all the time he did, anyway. So
0: Bray killed that because they he put the demon up against Bray and Bray won.
2: He, he put the demon up against Roman Reigns, and uh, I don't know if we wanna relive the end of that match, but yeah, the thing Reigns,
3: I'm fine. Was- I'm fine, like if you can't beat Roman Reigns, right? I'm fine if you can't beat um Bray Wyatt before he became garbage.
1: That's right? the picture he yeah, posted that was
3: nasty. So yeah. it's fine if you can't like you know beat those guys, but you should be able to beat like 55-year-old Edge as the demon like you really should be able to
0: oh i took bread out my (laughs) bad.
3: no i was i
1: stopped that's (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's
3: that's my only thing with the match the match itself was good and brutal but i mean you've got to have edge put guys over too edge putting finn balor over in this match as the demon does a lot for this judgment day that doesn't seem to be able to pick up really big wins this is just status quo for them as well
1: i think this match was the end of the story i honestly think that's the case that's why edge went over but if you're gonna think that you know if you're gonna put edge over don't bring back the, the demon that's what i'm saying yeah just just go ahead and wrestle finn and do the judgment day music because now all of a sudden what does that tell me oh the demon is actually nicer than finn it's actually a face
2: the Demon can't get the job done apparently now. 0-2 in his last two matches.
1: No. Retire the yep. Demon.
0: Um, and of course we get Shane McMahon coming out to go up against The Miz. The Miz like, oh no, again, uh-huh. again. You could have had LA Knight versus The Miz. You could have had Lashley against The Miz. But yeah. Shane O'Mac comes out. He does his shuffle and injures his quad. And cannot wrestle. So what happens? Snoop comes in. Dex. Dexter Miz. He does the people's elbow. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It's the I call it the chronic elbow because Snoop does the chronic elbow and gets the three count. And it's funny because you've seen the ref tell Snoop to do the people's elbow.
1: <laughs> you know, just son, just like son and father, to go ahead and rip your quads. No problem. since that must be a new thing. So well, Steph- brother.
3: Or brother Stephanie. and brother-in-law, brother-in-law and brother-in-law.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie, stay out of the ring.
2: Let's say the McMahon family just has the worst quads in the business. <laughs> you know, you know when they bring up the name Genetic Jackhammer, they're not talking about the quads, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah that, that whole segment was just kind of awkward, and you can tell it was just quickly improvised. But yeah. you know what? At least they kind of tried to make something out of it, and they got yeah. –
3: Snoop's
1: elbow
0: was,
3: was terrible yeah. but
2: it was it, was it was so fun. slow it was, oh
0: my god it was the slowest people's elbow ever seen in my life
3: it was the highest elbow ever it definitely <laughs> was it was the most inebriated elbow ever
0: Snoop That's threw my was- glasses
2: and I was just looking at him like does he even know where he is
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm in this squared circle with ropes around I don't see my bong anywhere. Hold on. Let me finish this movie. He, he, he
0: probably ate some edibles. You know, he couldn't smoke it. He probably
1: ate some. Yeah, that's well. No, you can smoke. You're in California. It's legal there.
0: Oh, yeah, but you can't do it.
1: I'm, su- I'm surprised. Honestly, it's legal there. I'm surprised he just didn't have a joint out there smoking <laughs> in the middle of the ring with the Miz. Hey, Miz, want some? Yeah. Snoop, me, I'm going to get my ass kicked here. Let me take a hit of that.
2: I, th- I think I'd rather watch the Miz and Snoop smoke a joint for five minutes than watch whatever Shane McMahon was about to do. Anyway, it would have been more entertaining for me.
1: Yeah, it probably would. been more been, entertaining. It, it probably would have been some throw, and then he's gonna go coast to coast, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: think God over with a right. trash can. Yeah, thank God the quad went.
0: <laughs> and then we got the match of the the, the main event of the evening. Uh, of course, Cody Rhodes got the big pop. Um Roman Reigns uh comes out to the uh piano. Um but I was telling people for weeks now. I said everybody was looking at me like I had 99 heads. I said Roman Reigns wanna retain. I mean, overall, it was a good match. I mean, it had spots, it, it was solid. Solo gets kicked out. Paul Hammond distracts. Next you know, you seen something with Cody, and all of a sudden the camera's him. You seen, boom. I was like, Oh shit, two super kicks. You come to Usos. Um at first, I was like, oh snap, they're going to make Cody win. Goes out, hugs his wife, kisses his wife, has the baby, gives uh, Luke Harper's son his belt. I'm like, oh, they're they about to make Cody win. Just offer this alone. And then in that way, Roman Reigns retains. They sacrificed a thousand days over the, the guy, but it's just not Cody's time. Cool's uh, face says it all. He did not want Roman Reigns to retain, but it happened.
3: Yeah. Well, I didn't want, but I said he would because it's both belts. The thing is, we knew that they're on this whole uh, Roman Reigns. Like he's been the guy for what 10 years? They've been trying to make him the guy for like 10 years. So now that he's actually over, he's gonna they're gonna ride him until the wheels fall. So, like I was you know complained about earlier in the show. You don't set it up properly. But what you also did was you took every casual fan that you gained in the past six months, you took every Cody fan and you basically just rubbed hot manure on their face and said eat it and like it that's what you did right yeah because you you, you made them believe you did everything that the promos that Cody was cutting the way he was responding to Roman the all the shade that Roman was giving him, all the hate that Paul him you did everything to try to we're scared of this guy this is the guy that can end things we got to do something about it but you wouldn't pull the trigger you're never going to have that moment again you're going to try to remanufacture that moment, you wasted it. You wasted an opportunity to take the top prizes in the game, give them to someone else, and have him shoot them further up the stratosphere. You're never going to get that moment with Cody again, and you didn't capitalize. I would rather you had done something to stop him from being in a match, injuring number before the match, um, something match stoppage because he gets beat so bad but having him lose the same way everybody else loses. The bloodline comes in, they've got like 50 people. And no matter how many allies you have, there's always going to be one more bloodline member than you have. And I don't like the, he needed to do three crossroads. I think two crossroads should have pinned Roman reigns. Um, when he was moving back to the corner, I was like, up oh, here it comes He's getting screwed right now. Cause I'm like, what's the point of doing that? It was just, not smart from a storytelling perspective, it's not smart. And I know they're trying to sell the story of they're going to do something different and just wait and see. Is the story still playing itself out? You missed the payoff. Yeah.
0: I mean, I did I, like that. Uh, Sammy did get his revenge. You know, he got the little kick, uh, Roman. That was pretty cool.
3: Yeah.
1: It, 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 was, it was just disappointing. It was disappointing because how, how, we all felt. This is it. This is the guy coming in to save us uh, and to relieve Roman Reigns of his of his title um, and to take over. And you know, this guy came, you know, back to WWE and, and numerous times mentioned you couldn't get over in your own promotion, referencing AEW, but you couldn't get over in your own promotion. You all these, all these jabs, all these things that you know you could take personally. You really can, but we know it's a story. But you could take personally because it's real. He didn't get over in his own promotion and he was vice president one of and 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 now you you say okay well you know screw you I'm going to go ahead and do this anyway and I'll make the best person win and it wasn't the best person that won because there was outside interference just like on uh, 90% of Roman Reigns' matches and there's going to be uh you know there doesn't have to be it can, this can keep going because a lot of heels that carry the title for a while they have this they have the interference. They have the stables. They have the the people beside them to to keep the evil going, so to speak. Um, so no, it doesn't have to be. But I think at some point in time, there needs to be a, a character swap that says, "Okay, listen. It's just you and me. Are you not man enough to face me alone? Do you have to have other people go ahead and interfere? You know, because you're not on the island of. Rome, to see if that's the case. No, you're on the aisle. You're on the aisle of. I need help." I need people relevant to help me.
3: That's going to be the Cody rematch next year at WrestleMania with Roman still champ.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's, I, I may be joining you with AEW if that's the case. Um, hey. <laughs>
3: I can tell like, you what's happening on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm
1: I just, I just, just letting you know it's like if if that was a Vince McMahon change and say, hey, we're going to keep the title on Roman and Triple H wanted on Cody. Where do we go from here? Are we are really going to have to hit and sit on our hands for three months? That's terrible.
2: Yeah, you if you really wanted to have Cody go through hard times by fighting Brock Lesnar, why don't you just have them fight at the Elimination Chamber? I mean, you got Brock and Bobby, but if you're going to have Brock lose at the Chamber, and I know that was a DQ ending, but... Just have him put over Cody, and then him beat Omos, and then you can have a cool feud with Bobby that stretches throughout the summer. Overall, I thought the, the ba-
1: Cody shouldn't have to suffer anymore.
3: He already suffered. It's called Stardust.
2: Uh, no, that's, that's fair. I agree. I don't think
3: and it's and uh, disfigured the uh, alter ego of dancing Cody Rhodes.
0: I like. I like. But all yeah. I know
1: is when Cody came back to WWE, I know in his contract somewhere it's gonna be I'm the face of the, the company.
3: Mm-hmm. So we're just needing to wait for that face turn. Yeah. But see, you can all you can wait too long and then it doesn't get received the way you want it to. Right? Well, think of this. Daniel
1: Bryan had to go through years. Kofi Kingston had to go through
3: years. It was still celebrated very well. Yeah, but you know, okay, so the difference to me between those guys and Cody is he got that shot pretty early. And then you kind of just said no. Where those other guys, they never got that shot. They had to build to getting that shot. And then well, they got it.
1: It was but- brought up in the storyline with Roman. He po- pointed at those both belts. Was like, have you ever even won this? Have you even had a competition for this? Have right. In event, wrestling. It was all that was all brought up. So it's like this was his shot after
3: years. Even though he's living back in the company for six months, it's years. Yeah, and if you're gonna do that, then do the payoff. If you're not gonna do the payoff, don't do that. Yeah, right? Don't even don't do that. And that's that's kind of where I feel like a lot of people are like, you did everything to tell us and you pulled a swerve, but instead of us being like, Oh man, it was a good swerve, everybody's like, you WWE. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it, overall, like I don't think he needs to go through any more hard times, but apparently whoever's booking this, whether it be Vince or Triple H thinks they do. Overall the, Yeah, overall I thought the match was a great match, just leading yes. up until the ending. The the decision to me was just way wrong, because I think it just comes back to I don't think you'll get you won't get the reaction that you would have at this WrestleMania. Like you'll still get a reaction, but it's not gonna be Reaction you would have gotten if you would have just pulled the trigger at this WrestleMania, I think it'll be a the story will have cooled off by then a little bit more. But overall,
1: especially if we're going to sit on the hands for a couple of months, yes, you're right.
2: Yeah, that, overall, though, I I like the match, hate the ending. I I don't I don't even know what we're going to do with Roman at this point.
3: I thought we were going to get a hurt business on Monday night, you know, do no hurt business. So we'll probably get to hurt business like the same time Roman Reigns loses the championship nobody cares again. Right.
0: Um, Let's get ready to wrap things up here. Go around. Uh, What was your favorite part about uh, WrestleMania?
3: Um, The interests were my favorite part. I think WrestleMania always gives you some of your best interests throughout the year. They're always like an expansion on something that happened or just something, just a grandiose version of your normal interest. Even Cody got like an extra, what, a million dollars of pyro. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's just always like just better. So I love the interest. So I think that was my favorite part. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna agree with that. But also, I'm gonna say that that stage was was wow. That, that was that was spectacular. And and they've done pretty impressive stages. Yeah. But that one was just it, it felt everything like you were walking through a Hollywood theater. Everything was pinpoint phenomenal. Um, But the best match, obviously, is to see finally KO and Sami Zayn win some titles. Together. Yes.
2: I'll say my
1: We're just going to wait for whoever turns on who now. <laughs> 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 you know what's going to happen. Yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be KO next. Probably,
2: yeah. So I think my favorite part of WrestleMania might have just been all of Night One, like outside of like Cena versus Theory, which even that being the worst match of the night, because I don't I don't really count the Pat McAfee versus Miz match. That yeah. was just there, but like when the worst match of the night is just average and everything else was ranging from good to just a five star match, like overall, I just. I really enjoyed the crap out of night one. It's too hard for me to kind of pick a moment. If I had to pick a moment, it's watching the Sammy and KO story, you know, finish up and this the main event and the celebration. But overall, I just I just really enjoyed the crap out of night one.
0: If I'm not mistaken, I believe night one one last year too was better out of night two. Mm -hmm. It's something about night one. Night two just don't know how to close right. Like. You're supposed to close, right? Next year, Jesus I think I might just... happy. You know what I'm saying? Next year, I think I might just do night one in a Raw. Who knows? It's <laughs> so I'm going to do everybody
3: a favor, and I'm going to make sure I go to Raw next year. And I'm going to personally start like 20 obnoxious chants.
0: I started the AC- ECW chant one time. It was hilarious. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, we got WrestleMania and and Raw and Vince McMahon takeover back in creative god help us all oh, we had a nice little run hopefully well there's rumors i don't know if it's big i it probably got shot down it was like well the ufc owners or whatever endeavor wants to see who owns what wants to see who's better so vince did this and maybe triple h is in charge of raw or smackdown who knows but we'll officially know friday and we'll let y'all guys know what happens next tuesday with raw and smackdown on friday with the Vince take over God help us all, please. I, I I don't wish bad or hate on nobody, but Vince got to go to the upper room. He got to go.
3: Got to go. Just remember, go. Go. if you're sick of this crap,
0: don't watch. AEW. <laughs> <A-W. laughs> but um, we're going to end it here. Another one's in the books. Make sure y'all tune back in to next Tuesday for another Blind, uh in the Sand um, Chase will be back, I believe. Chase was had a great experience at WrestleMania, and I'm sure he's going to tell us all about it yeah,
3: next he's, week. I think he's still there.
0: Yeah, he's still there. He's still there. Um, but um, come on back next week. We got some more shenanigans to, to, to go over. God, hopefully it's not bad. But that fire, Vince, at uh, NXT, maybe, maybe we'll will light a fire under somebody. And be like, do you see this crap? Do you see? You're not welcome here, Vince. Like i said mean, I i'm, I'm go gonna
3: actually go back and watch nxt because i want to see my man carmel hayes come out and give his uh speech about how he's the greatest thing ever and right now in nxt he is <laughs> uh and, final
1: and, thoughts interest stress i may be married but i can divorce you just for you <laughs> <laughs>
3: anything
0: uh
2: final brett before we roll out of here Oh, no, I had a lot of fun talking wrestling with y'all. I can't wait to do it again next
0: week. Oh, yeah, hopefully we'll still be our perky selves after SmackDown and Raw. God, I But, uh, yeah, we have another one in the books, uh, AEW's tomorrow. I'm out. I might watch that maybe to ease my mind and the pain. Uh, so uh, yeah. tune in next week, y'all. We're going to be on out of here. Love, peace, and hair grease. Have a good night. Come on back next week, and we'll talk some more wrestling. Later.